Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning, my friends. My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and welcome to Monday mornings. Good to see you. Uh, We do a show every single day live. I mean, every day of the week, Monday Mm -hmm. through Friday, live on Facebook and Instagram. It's called Anatomy of Marriage. We talk about your questions. We talk Mm -hmm. about marriage. We talk about all those things. And we're so glad that you're here. And our show is brought Mm -hmm. to you by our app, the Anatomy of Marriage app. We made an app because Jimmy's laughing at us. (laughs) Jimmy is laughing at our intro. Um, But we made an app that we wish we had had when we had gone through the hardest parts Mm -hmm. of our marriage. We almost got a divorce. We've got Mm -hmm. three kids. We get it. It's hard. So we made an app. Go check it out. You can get it at anatomyofmarriage.com. And again, that's the Anatomy of Marriage app. That's right. And on AOM Radio, we do four things. We share a gratitude. Well, first we pray. We share a gratitude. We share an intention. And then we wrap it up with conversation starters from the app. So... Let me pray. Okay. Ready? All right. Thank you, God, creator, for your blessings. Thank you for this wonderful sunshine. Thank you for this weekend that we had with uh, spending time with family. I pray that you protect this show, protect all the listeners, and thank you for your blessings. Amen. Amen. All right. I am thankful for what you did yesterday. It was Father's Day yesterday, so to you fathers out there, happy Father's Day. Yo, what's up? Uh, You made a list of stuff that the kids read, and it was really cool because we do this a lot in our marriage and just who we are. If we don't... Uh, like something or can't find a resource that we like, what do we do? We make it. We make our own, right? That's the whole reason, one of the whole reasons this show exists. We couldn't find resources out there that were good and talked about real stuff, so we made a show about it. And you asked this series of questions, which I took a picture of and I'll probably do a post on later. Uh huh. And it made me feel really special because it got me in a different mindset of how you think about me as a dad, a mm-hmm. husband, all this stuff, and then especially how the kids think about me, which right. was really sweet and really cool. So thank you for that. You're so welcome. It was really fun because uh, I was trying to look up like conversation starters for kids on Father's Day, and they were all really they were like all for little kids. And I thought this is dumb. Like let's make good ones for. 
for Seth, if you're listening on the podcast, Seth just like ripped his shirt off like a. No, it was unbuttoned my shirt. Evan Mel. Almighty or whatever. What's it up, is. T? But anyway, so it was just really fun. We made I did conversation starters like if you mm-hmm. could grant Daddy one wish, what would it be? If uh, you know, if Daddy was mm-hmm. a food, what would he be? And it was just really fun. What kind of car? What kind would, of car yeah. would you buy him if you could get him anything? Mm-hmm. And the kids really loved it. I really loved it. Yeah, it was cool. So um, thanks for that. Yes. So what you are you are thankful welcome. for? I am thankful for your how you are cleaning out the shed. Praise Jesus and all the saints. <laughs> Praise them all. That's holy, right. Holy, holy, the Lord is good because Seth is one messy dude and it drives me crazy. And nearly 17 <laughs> years of living with some, I mean, 16 years of living with someone who is messy who? has been driving Who'd me Who'd you live bonkers. with that was messy? Tell me about him. And he got his hair right. cut by a guy at our church who had a really clean garage and praise mm-hmm. Jesus. You are starting to clean out the shed. That's right. I could not be happier. Good. Thanks for helping me. Amen. Amen. Cleanliness is close to godliness. That's right. Okay. okay, so anyway. Anyway, and my intention today is, oh, guess what, people? I started phase two today of the 75 Hard Live Hard program, and y'all, I need it. Like, y'all need Jesus. I need <laughs> I need phase hard. two, 75 Hard, because I got off track big time and was crazy. Uh, what's up, Thomas Price? So, uh, like I say, I am intentional in that, because, you know, part of that is, okay, I'm going to spend 30 minutes a week with the kids, each one every week. I'm going to spend very targeted time with you, and that is my intention, to spend time with you, to be present, to connect physically, emotionally, and spiritually with you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And when you do 75 Hard, you are a much more consistent uh, Consistent partner and parent, so I appreciate it, and I'm glad about that. So, my Mm -hmm. intention for today is to touch you more and and literally live out this what I want to see happen and mm-hmm. I think I'm doing it more uh I think mm-hmm. I am so. that's right uh so thanks yeah yeah that's good and so okay quick recap it was Saturday we went to a Black Lives Matter uh protest in March in Maple Valley here and Maple Valley is a tiny 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 suburb about 40 I don't know 35 minutes outside of Seattle and there's a bunch of country people here we got cows, we got deer, we got elk and all that stuff. And I love it here. Bears. And, and bears. And uh, we did a march. And there were about 250 people there. And it was awesome. There were parts of it when I was like feeling super excited. I wanted to cry when we were doing the chants and stuff like that. And then part of me got like kind of uh, pumped up. There were a couple of haters and stuff, which my direct inclination, which I have to fight against this, is pound people in the face when they do stuff like that. Uh, and, um, but nothing crazy went on and right. it was awesome. And we took our kids, uh, we posted about it and, uh, it's a good thing. People, if you guys right. haven't listened to one of the shows we did a couple of weeks ago called, uh, for whites only, uh, wake up mm-hmm. that will shed some light on our experience as not just being straight up white completely, but also other experiences and, uh, how to be an ally and, um, don't ask black folks how to do it. You go do the research. Right. You do it yourself. You do it. You're responsible for it. That's right? why we titled it that. It is. Um, That's right. Some people got offended at that, but whatevs. Right. Uh, who, hey, Jimmy. Who, who got offended by it? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Jimmy, do you know who Sadhguru is? I want to talk to you about it. And it's nice to see you. No. Anyway, so we're going to dive up, into today's Thanks, question. Um, our question, we got, it's uh, sleazy boyfriends and is uh, porn cheating. Mm-hmm. So... There's lots of things to talk about. We want to dive into these questions. If you have a question, you can send it into our show at hello at anatomyofmarriage.com or you can send it in on our app. Jimmy says yes. He's heard of Sadhguru. Oh my gosh. He's probably like works with him or or lives with him or something. Uh, Okay, so here is our question. It says, 
I might have messed this up. It says, I'm a relatively good girl who was looking for a man with similar values and morals. When I met my partner, I thought that was the case. He was and is so sweet with me and is always respectful. But recently, uh, but recently more has come out about his past and it really bothers me. He was the kind of guy who went out picking up women every weekend. He had threesomes, so much sex with women, and he had just... Oh, wait. He had sex with women he had just met at a club or spoke with multiple times. He had casual sex with more than one person over the same time period, blah, blah, blah. Um, he is one of those guys. It makes, me sick to, it makes me sick to think of it. I would not have dated him if this is how I thought he was. He seriously has had sex with dozens of random women, may, many of which he cannot even remember their name, which I find deplorable for so many reasons. <laughs> Um, let's see if I, uh, blah, blah, blah. sorry. Am I, I just supposed to accept his past knowing he had done the same, uh, knowing if I had done the same that he would certainly apply the double standard and judge me. I don't know what to do. I love him very much, but I feel like I found a person who was so wonderful to me, but with a disgusting past, how can I move on from this? Please help. Okay. What I would like to know in that question is, uh, was there like a major turnaround in this guy's life? Or is it just like, oh, yeah, I used to do that, but no big deal. I kind of got tired of it. Or is he talking to those girls again? Is he having the same lifestyle, like going out clubbing, just doing stuff? I don't know. Was there Because there is a redemption path, right? You can right. be wild and do all this stuff and be like, oh, my goodness, this is it. Here's the line. Here's my never again moment, like Dave Ramsey talks about, and boom, I'm going this way. Mm-hmm. Was it that kind of experience? If it was, then... Okay, let's let's see if this sticks. Let's um uh, move ahead with caution. Um, because if it is that, then I'd say yeah, there's hope. There's some work. Okay, go to some counseling. Let's do some what? Uh, nothing. Uh, uh, let's do some work. But if it wasn't that, and it's just like no, babe, I you know I don't I don't do that anymore. It's cool. Mm-hmm. You right. know, then you're like okay, there might be side chicks. My over yeah, here. my question is where'd you meet him? Like, right. did you meet him at a bar? Uh, <clears throat> did you meet him at church? Mm-hmm. Did you meet him in school? Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of factors about this, mm-hmm. about where you met him. And right off the bat, here's what I would say. So we were talking about this, be- Cold again. this question before we started the show. Oh, and uh, we have another set of questions. And I, I was reading the options of questions to Seth. I said, which one do you want to talk about today? And he was like, you know, it's really weird. It's like women don't know what's going on. Mm. And, and, or how did you say it? You said, oh, you're going to button up your thing here. Oh, that's fine. I um, I said, I don't remember what I said, but it, it's like a lot of the questions that we get, and so the majority of the questions mm-hmm. that we get are women saying, "I kind of think my boyfriend or husband treats me bad, right?" But should I accept this? Mm-hmm. And literally, almost all of the questions we get are that way, right? So, what were your thoughts on that, just from a man's perspective? And- I'm like. Uh, I don't remember what I said, and it, it sounds almost disrespectful to ask this. It's like, what are women thinking kind of thing? Is, right. is it like, okay, we're all naive, right? And But I, I believe that because culture and society has, pr- we've been programmed this way to where like if we get a guy or a girl that does like one or two things good, we jump all over that and right. fawn over that, not in the fight, flight, or fawn, but like fawn like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, this is great think it's kind so of thing. Great. And we minimize all the stupid, dumb, terrible red flags that they do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we get a lot of females, especially like females that are just dating douchebag right. d- dudes. Right. And I'm like, please... Let me wake you up here. Right. What are you doing, right? And that is because there hasn't been a standard of mm-hmm. to which men should act or to what to what women should expect. 
Right. Let me you say understand this. What I'm saying? Yeah, I love that. And so here's the literal thing that came into my mind. This is gonna sound so silly. Who is it? Captain America? I think. Is he has got the sword that or the sword. Shield. Shield that's a star. Yes. Right? That's who you should be dating. I don't care if he's short, tall, fat, anything. No, I'm not talking about he looks like Captain America. You need a person with the moral standards of Captain America. Hmm. Right? And I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, the, How about this? The moral standards of Barack Obama. Oh, I like that. <laughs> we just made a million people mad. but No, okay. I love Barack Obama. Um, so, But what I mean when I say that, a lot of people think I am mean to Seth. Right. I have exceptionally high standards of Seth. And you can like it or not. He likes it. He doesn't always like it. Sometimes he gets mad. But in the long run, he likes it. Hmm. And he will thank me when I'm like, hey, right. remember when you said you didn't want to drink? Hey, remember what? Look, at he's trying to ignore me now. I'm talking and he's no, like, I'm oh, read the comments. Past performance doesn't guarantee future results. Disgusting past. Why is embracing pleasure disgusting and sowing your oats before settling down is a good thing, isn't it? Well, I wouldn't say it's a good thing necessarily. Uh, it goes back to that thing. It's like uh, everything is permissible. I can do... I can Heroin do everything right now. I can do everything, want. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that may not be beneficial. Like sometimes as That's a Bible verse. Everything is yeah, that's permissible, right. that's but not everything is beneficial. That's a Bible verse. And I'm not so sure that this would go to like just doing pleasurable stuff. Seth Mel just said you were like Captain America used to <laughs> Right. <laughs> nice try. Uh No, you uh, are. That's what I'm uh, saying. I wouldn't categorize this guy's like, oh, just you know, he's having pleasure. Oh, there's right. nothing wrong with pleasure. He sounds no, like a total this was dirt like bag. Manipulative. Right. This was using, this is very exploitive, this is very like uh, I, I wouldn't want to be friends with this guy because no. my my ideals aren't his ideals and right. we, we are the five people we hang around with mm-hmm. the most kind of thing. So it's like, now, oh, okay, you're hooking up every night. Eh, what What right. is that, right? Uh, I will say, I get what you're saying. Past mm-hmm. performance doesn't guarantee future results. Mm-hmm. I used to be super sleazy and party a lot mm-hmm. and drink and smoke weed and I didn't care because uh, right. at the time it didn't matter. I was 14, guys, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm not joking. So mm-hmm. that the hard part about that is I get it. I've lived that. But then when I took the... Cha- actually, it was when I became a Christian and sort of decided at 19, um, I'm going to change everything. Mm-hmm. I literally did like a 180. That's mm-hmm. why I have no friends from high school because mm-hmm. I am not the same person that I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And back then, I would have been like, oh, what? It's just a little bit of fun. What? I was right. like Miley Cyrus, right? Woo! <laughs> Coming like a wrecking ball. Who cares? <laughs> Miley Cyrus. Um, and... But so I get it, and that can happen. But that's why I was saying, where did you meet this guy? Did you meet him in church? Does he have a group of friends that are holding him accountable? Yeah. Or did you meet him at a bar and he's texting people and you don't have, like, you don't know who he's online with or right. whatever? Because that is really important. And the thing I want to really, really, really deeply set into the minds of listeners, especially if you are dating or engaged, my goodness, mm. scraps are not the same thing as a full meal. Mm-hmm. We are taking the scraps like, I'm going to treat you like garbage. But here's like a Twinkie if you... Right. I didn't open it yet, so mm-hmm. there. Right. And we're like, oh, he gave me an unopened Twinkie. He right. loves me, although he gave me all of his garbage and slop and nastiness. Mm-hmm. And But this Twinkie. Right. Right? It, it's more reflective of... Uh, family of origin stuff, I think. And I'll just use this as an example. So if this woman or female didn't have a good example of a dad or some sort of father figure because and look to culture for that, then you're definitely not going to find it in culture. Mm -hmm. And if this guy grew up in porn culture, which we all do, Mm -hmm. uh, he thought, okay, here's how we connect, right? right? You sleep with as many people as you can. You do this, you do that. It's whatever. So it it goes beyond 
pleasure or the idea of just pleasure. It's right. like a conquest. Like my worth is more because of this. And then, you know, like some toxic masculinity in that. And like the idea of conquest kind of thing. Uh, not some toxic masculinity. I would right. say loads and loads and loads of it. Right. It is not healthy for this man to behave this mm-hmm. way. Le- like regardless or irregardless mm-hmm. of his girlfriend, this man doing this is very, very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. It's like this. So a lot of people go, oh, toxic masculinity. Uh, and there's all kinds of, you know, whatever around this. But there's there's what? All kinds of you know whatever. Uh, controversy or like, oh, that's bull crap. Or like, yeah, this is the worst thing ever. Right. Or like, well, no, why is there attack on this? So right. uh, I'm not attacking masculinity. I'm a very masculine person, right? And in our relationship, that works. But anything can be toxic, you know? Right. So you could have toxic orange juice if it's set out <laughs> on the counter for a year. You know, you don't want to drink it, but people are, are uh, 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 espousing like, oh, well, no, this orange juice is good and we need this and stuff. Well, no, you don't. So I'm right. not just making up something. Uh, masculinity is awesome. It's great. So is femininity. You can have f- uh, toxic femininity, femininity yes. as well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's really, it's just really crappy because I think people have no idea, especially women, mm. what the standard is. And let me say it like this. I will tell you where I got my standards of how to be treated, okay? My dad, number mm. one. Mm-hmm. My dad was like the most major proponent of everyone is equal. It doesn't matter if they look like you. You don't treat anyone poorly. You know, So he helped me understand how to treat other people. But mm-hmm. also, if someone is disrespecting you, Melanie... They are not the person you hang out with. Mm -hmm. If someone is telling you to do something, say no and Mm -hmm. go away. So Mm -hmm. he made it very comfortable for me to be like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. And again, people get mad at me for that. You've gotten mad at me Mm -hmm. for like, I'm not going to do that. I have boundaries. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's really weird because I feel like if people had more, if people were more comfortable not accepting the norms of society or the pressures of a partner, they would be a lot healthier. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Say, explain that. So, if someone was trying to pressure me into having sex with them and I didn't want to, I would literally say no mm-hmm. because I'm I don't care how uncomfortable I'm going to be for the four minutes that they don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like, get over it. See you later. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not my value, right? Right. And you have to be taught that. When we're not mm-hmm. taught that, mm-hmm. when we're not taught to stand up for ourselves, we don't. Because our so our insides be talk- go, oh, this is I have to make fitting in is the most important thing in our culture from a bio psycho from a bio evo uh, evo bio thing right. like you evolutionary be biology. Right. Being not part of the group is death. Oh gosh, what are you doing? Could you? Sorry. <clears throat> so when you do, when you go against somebody, like if if someone's pressuring me to have sex with them, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm not going to do that. That fear of being not accepted is so heightened mm-hmm. that most people would just give in. Right. That's how pressure works. Mm-hmm. That's how social pressure works, especially. Mm-hmm. And you have to be taught to work against that. This mm-hmm. is going to sound super unrelated, but that's why when we went to the rally or the march with the kids, mm-hmm. I said to them, you have to say out loud, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. And they were like, oh, it's weird. It feels uncomfortable. And I'm like, no, you literally have to say it. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy, can you go in there? Oh, you're getting your switch. <laughs> I love you. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. But so I told them, like, you have to say this out loud because if you don't say it out loud and you only think it in your head, it is not the same thing Mm -hmm. as gaining the courage to speak up for someone when you need to. Right. Right? So that goes back to these conversations. This person is taking scraps from a sleazy jerk of a boyfriend. He may be super nice. He may be totally redeemed and changed. But if that's the case Mm -hmm. and he's saying, oh, I've changed my wild ways, Mm -hmm. 
there better be um, systems in place to track that. I know that sounds really weird, mm-hmm. but and if, you're not saying like tracks like texting, hey, where are you? What are you doing? I don't. Yeah, phone. It's that's, a, that's, it should be a up. joint venture. Your right. partner should say. Yeah, man, that is a terrible thing that I did. I do not want to live that way. I was a bad person and I want to change. Mm-hmm. Now let's work together to keep that track the same direction. And I don't want mm-hmm. to be on these websites. I don't want to be at bars. Help me get there, right? That's the conversation that needs to be had. If mm-hmm. that's not the conversation that's going on, I doubt that he's Bye, very Felicia. different. Yeah, right. Flardo. Like a boy Felicia name? Bye, Philip. Bye, Philip. There we go. Flardo <laughs> was the only thing I could think of. All right. Next is there anything question. else? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Oh, wrong one. That one is only Where? fans cheating. Oh, okay. So it says, even when you are hurt by the lack of connection, intimacy from your partner that you hide to please yourself in bed, you request things you've opened up to your girlfriend about from cute selfies to seduce you to other things you wanted to explore with your girlfriend. Is only fans cheating? I had mm-hmm. to figure, I had to Google what that is. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's like a website where you pay for content and, yeah. but I think a bunch of porn stars are it on it. It seems like a paid content patreon right kind of thing right. but then it got overrun by uh pornography and yeah stuff. i don't know how I, I don't know really much about it but yeah mm-hmm. that's cheating mm-hmm. in my mind mm-hmm. or so I, mean. I i was i was thinking about this it's um it's not uh it's not infidelity because it's not physical cheating but if you wanted to put it so i just started phase two today uh-huh. right and on my diet portion there's no cheat days right like and it is very 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 strict. Oh, if I eat a Snickers mini, boom, I have to start back at day one. There's no, it, it it's very black and white. Yeah. You know, like Yoda says, there is no there is no do or do not. There is no try. There was do or do not. Right. At the end of the day, did I eat something that was not on the diet? Mm-hmm. The answer is no. Okay, I win the day. The answer is yes. I lose the day. Right. So stuff like this, I don't think. Well, obviously, it's not physical infidelity but it is a sign of other things mm-hmm. right yeah it's not like touching touching the guy's touching himself well that matters right anyway, keep on but uh so in, in the in the context of a diet if i was like okay i'm not gonna eat a snickers today but i'm gonna draw pictures of snickers and like literally meditate on snickers it's like so what is that that's something in my brain that I need to like figure out. I'm gonna just look you know through all these pictures of Snickers. You know what I'm saying? Like That's Instagram hilarious. Snickers, like cutting open and you know whatever. Just right. how do you make a Snickers or <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> whatever like that? That that's that's a that's a that's something indicative of another problem. Right. Well, well, I'm not I'm not cheating. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not cheating mm-hmm. on my diet, but literally, I'm reading about Snickers and thinking about it and drawing pictures of them. So, right. wait a minute, why are you doing that, Seth? Let's talk about that first. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's not. It's not, uh, it's not as black and white as did you cheat on the diet or did you not kind of thing, right. if that makes sense. <clears throat> exactly. And the thing, I love how you're using that analogy. And one of the things that I was, there's two ideas I want to share right now. Mm-hmm. And the first one is I was listening to Sadhguru's book, Inner Engineering. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Get it on Audible. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get inner engineering by mm-hmm. Sadhguru. It is so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Um, but he talks about this idea that people often pretend that their compulsions are their freedoms. So he was mm. some, I mean, this is like the most, especially cl- like classically like Christian, like I'm free to do anything. Think of how many times Matt Carter has said, well, I can do whatever I want. I can do blah, 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 the freedom in Christ. And you're right. like, what are you talking about? Right. Right. And what makes me insane about it 
is that he is saying, and, and this is not, and I, I mean, Sadhguru was saying this. I did not think this. He mm-hmm. said it. But like, we claim that our compulsions are our freedoms, mm-hmm. but we are literally enslaved to them. If like, you cannot stop mm-hmm. looking at porn on Instagram, mm-hmm. is it a freedom or a compulsion? Is it uh, saying, what, I'm just trying to live. I can live, right? It's kind of like, man, I go back to like food analogies. Maybe I do have a real problem with food. I don't know. <laughs> if, I, if I can go, look, I have the money. Mm-hmm. I don't go to Baker and Uvo every single day. Right. I can go three times a week because I'm doing all this other stuff, mm-hmm. right? So that's I'm, I'm almost saying it like, a, oh, that's a freedom, right? But it's right. actually a, maybe a compulsion that's getting out of hand and I'm trying to defend it. You right, and what think I'm about this. So this is going to sound super weird, but Anthony O'Neill, I think it was, posted this thing last night or this morning, and it said, "How do you blow twenty? Or how do you blow ten thousand dollars a year?" I think you spend uh, like twelve dollars a day. At yeah, Starbucks it's like twenty-seven dollars like a day. Right, and if you can say, "Yeah, I mean, I have the freedom." Ugh. To go to Bakery uh, Nouveau every day yeah. and you're spending 20 bucks, yeah. your freedom, in quotes, is costing it's 10K you a year. $10,000 a year. That's right? a nice little car. Right, right. A peppy little car. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think what's crazy about that is that this is the argument ma- the majority of, especially, I think, uh, I would say men have with online porn and women have with like online shopping. I'm free to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I can go to Target all the time. Let's make this something funny mm-hmm. and make memes about it. Mm-hmm. And it literally is your compulsion and it literally is stealing and killing your joy. And you are not, not that you're not strong enough, but you don't have the awareness yet mm-hmm. to dissect why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. I figured out uh, I go to Target when I want to connect with my mom because that's how I connected with her when I was young. Mm -hmm. And I figured out that I want to go to Target when I'm bored and I want to feel good. Mm. And so I started challenging that. I don't go to Target almost at all now unless I need something. Mm -hmm. Like literally I say, oh, I want to go to Target. Why? Do I need something? Nope. I'm not going to go to Target. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, I want to go look at a porn star on whatever it's called, OnlyFans. Why? Why? To not feel what you're feeling right. now. I'm lonely. I'm bored. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Figure out why you're doing the things that you're doing. What are your compulsions? Why are they there? What are they masking? Because mm-hmm. it's important to mm-hmm. look into these things. Mm-hmm. They are not freedom. They are Bill often says, cheating is unique to each, each couple, couple, in my opinion. This is why the clearing structure, app plug, thank you, Bill, <laughs> is so important. Couples need to make it a clear, make it clear what is considered unacceptable to each of them and have it negotiated continually. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good thing to, to do on the regular. And then also, when you're first getting with somebody, like, hey, what is, what is your idea of this? Is this right. acceptable, unacceptable to you? Right, you know? and that's perfect. And so he's because, saying... The- sorry, because guess what? Those... Scenario and time after time will come out again. Right. Hey, what is clean? Right. How clean is clean? How clean is clean? You know, right. what is the uh, whatever? Did, where, yeah. Like, Bedtime routine. What is this? You know, mm-hmm. when do we wash dishes? When do we wash clothes? Mm-hmm. Uh, how clean is a clean cl- car? Right. When, if someone is doing something when they feel like it, that's a very terrible sign. They're not going to mm-hmm. be a very fun partner to have forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the one thing I did want to say is you're saying in the app, the clearing structure is the way to, to do this. Mm-hmm. So we created the Anatomy of Marriage app and the clearing structure is an amazing tool to help you figure out the real problem behind your problems, right? Mm-hmm. So I would, yeah, I think that that is a great thing to talk about in the clearing structure. Mm-hmm. Um, what is cheating? What's considered cheating? Uh, because I think clarity is... Curative, I would say. 
I think that's mm-hmm. a really good uh, awareness thank you. is curative, and also clarity is curative. Right. And the other and, thing, I, oh, and, well, the one thing I, I want to say is also uh, we get emails like this all the time because guess what? People have problems. We have problems. Just because we have a podcast doesn't mean we don't have problems. Just because I'm a therapist doesn't mean we don't have problems, mm-hmm. right? So I want you guys to go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage to talk to a licensed therapist about your problems. I'm a licensed therapist. I've been in the profession for a long, long minute, and I trust Faithful Counseling. So getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage to get hooked up with a counselor. Do you have infidelity issues? Do you have addiction issues? Do you have grief, unresolved trauma, complex trauma, depression, Mm -hmm. anxiety, all of these things? Or you're just like, you know what? I don't know what's going on. I just feel... right. I just feel trippy and I don't want to feel that way anymore. Right. Sometimes the best, absolute best thing. Sometimes I have clients and they, they say, I don't know where that came from, but I was just needed to talk about it. And they talk for like literally 30 minutes. And I'm like, you know what? Sometimes things come up. And because we set the setting mm-hmm. uh, of me listening to you, which is completely confidential, all this stuff uh, from an objective perspective, things just come out and you're like, oh, I had no idea where that came from, right. but I feel a million percent better. Mm-hmm. So go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage to talk to a therapist just like me. Right. And what's great about that is you can take this actual actual question like my, you know, my partner is looking at OnlyFans or whatever the crap it is. Mm-hmm. And you can go to your therapist and talk about it. They will help you walk through what to do next. So mm-hmm. think about it like a teacher, an assistant, a helper. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what a therapist is. They help mm-hmm. you look at things objectively and create plans for how to make it better so don't think that you can only go to therapy if you've like been a war survivor or i don't even know like Mm -hmm. you were molested as a child sometimes all you need to go to therapy for is to figure out how to take the next steps steps into a better relationship right coping skills all of that Mm -hmm. stuff Um, but the thing i did want to say too about this behavior question here um in in both of these comments or the both of these questions is like think of it like this if your energy is being focused on things like uh, like looking at porn online or sleeping with a bunch of women you don't care about and blah, 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 it's like putting down train tracks. It's like saying, okay, I'm going to build a train from what year were you born? 1970 something. Uh-huh. I'm going to build a train from 1970 whatever to 2000. 20 mm-hmm. and every day I'm going to lay a little bit more train tracks. Right. Mm-hmm. And I want to have in, in 2021, I want to have a bigger house. I want to have a really healthy marriage. I want to have happy kids and all this stuff is going to be amazing. Right. But then, you know, in 1999, you laid the train tracks down that day and then you're like, Ooh, porn. Mm-hmm. And then you just picked up your train tracks and threw them. Mm-hmm. And it literally is like, if you want to have a super healthy marriage and like uh, Bill is saying, that is not a part of what you agree on is okay within your marriage. Mm-hmm. You are dismantling mm-hmm. your own track to success. Mm-hmm. That applies to food. That applies to overspending, not having a budget, mm-hmm. all of those things. Parenting, you lay a train track that day and you say, yes, I'm going to be a good parent. And mm-hmm. then you scream at your mm-hmm. kids and call them idiots. What do you think you've done? Right. Have you made that train stay on that course mm-hmm. or have you derailed it? Right. You have derailed it. And it's okay to derail because let's face it, everybody derails themselves or people around them sometimes. But what is the uh, what is the train track? There was a, a quote that I just heard that Dave Ramsey said it, and uh, he's like, "What you do most of is what you get really good at." Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. and that is anything, right? Well, I have you know find, found myself yelling at my kids mm-hmm. often. 
and I'm really good at it. Right. Right. That is right. something I don't want to be good at. I don't really yell at them all the time, uh, except on weekends when I'm home all day. No. And drunk. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, but what we do the most of is like practice makes perfect, makes permanent. Right. right? Oh, I thought you weren't done. Yeah. And I mm. think that that's really important to think about, too. And the other thing I want to say, too, especially if you are dating for the love of Pete, these people, especially if you are a woman and you're dating a man, this man is going to be the father of your potential children. Mm. Do you want to explain to your children, well, daddy is always on Instagram looking mm. at boobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I hope your boyfriend doesn't do that to you, mm-hmm. but I accepted that in daddy because, well, he gave me a Twinkie with the wrapper on still. Right, right. Uh, same thing with um, this idea of like, one day your boyfriend is going to have to explain to your explain to your 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. About sex. And your kids are going to ask you, well, did you have sex before you got married? Mm-hmm. Do you want mm-hmm. your boyfriend <laughs> to mm-hmm. say to your I kids? I mean, you'll obviously keep it, keep it relevant and appropriate. But I think what you're saying here is that the extreme of example is like, okay, look, uh, things that we do matter, right? Everything that we do matters. Right. You know what I'm saying? And there are repercussions. There, there are uh, positive and negative repercussions. Uh, there is no... Do or there is no try. There is mm-hmm. you do it or you don't do right, it. Right, right. And um, just think about it that way. Think about uh, everything that we do right now has mm-hmm. an effect. It's a butterfly effect. It's a ripple in a pond mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, uh, Chief Seattle, like the well, Chief Self, right? Yeah. Of the Duwamish tribe in Seattle, which Seattle is named after, has this famous quote about like everything in, in is is a web. Right. Everything is connected, and of course that's native stuff all all over the place. Mm-hmm. But everything is connected. Like what this piece of the web does is going to affect either seven generations down, or right. like just my one generation, or like even one hour of my right. own life. It's all. It's all connected. And that mm-hmm. makes me think about uh, how you do anything is how you do everything, right. which is a pretty heady, kind of trippy topic at first. But you go, oh, in the long run, right. th- that really is true. Right. And like, so, I th- yeah, I think of it, too, with like the train track analogy. I'm thinking of people that we know who have children they um, and they drink too much and they have literally dismantled over decades their entire journey mm-hmm. of moving forward. They mm-hmm. slowly, like maybe they didn't tear up their train tracks. They just slowly like hit them towards the direction of the bar. Mm-hmm. And then they went in, you know, 10 years past, 15 years past, 20 years past. And they went, oh crap. Mm-hmm. I actually have no relationship with my kids now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't even live with me. Cause mm-hmm. why, why every day I chose to drink every day it's, I chose. It's like that analogy that I have said a couple of times. Okay. If, yes, you're in an air, yeah. if you're in an airplane and you leave from Seattle and you're going to fly to Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Which is obviously brown way far that way. Right. Wow. But over time, if I'm off one degree on mm-hmm. my path, instead of Florida, I'm going to end up in Maine, Charlotte. Yeah. Right. But it's, it's a tiny little thing over a long period of time mm-hmm. adds up. Okay. I'm going to get hashtag real. Okay. Right. So this, uh, we're not going to body shame here and you're not going to body shame. Okay. But from the time that I finished 75 hard mm-hmm. until now, so I finished 75 hard in like March or then did phase one. I think I right. uh, stopped in like uh, May or something mm-hmm. like that. I have gained a lot of weight because we went on vacation. We did a lot of stuff and whatever, right? So now I was like, oh, it's gone. It's fine, right? Well, not it's fine. It's like, right. well, I'm 
that's just how I think of it. It's like, well, yeah, I'm going to do that and then start uh, phase two. Um, but that adds up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just like the trajectory in an airplane. If you're off one degree, you know, and you're not intentional and you're not checking and have checkpoints, then mm-hmm. you're going to end up in Maine and not Florida right. where you wanted to. Oh, geez. What? My kids don't live with me anymore. I have right. no relationship with my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have had thousands in the bank, but where'd it go? Right. Oh, geez. You know what I'm saying? Then yeah. you wake up and you're like, dang it, I have blown it right. kind of thing. And that's the thing I think is so hard about when people are saying, well, I'm looking at OnlyFans because my girlfriend doesn't blah, 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 vomit, vomit, vomit. Like mm-hmm. you're looking at OnlyFans because you like to look at porn. Mm-hmm. Like say what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. If you want your girlfriend to like, it's this question is like, I want her to send me sexy selfies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ask her for that. If she says no, Grow a pair and get over it. Mm-hmm. Figure out different ways to connect. Like there are a thousand bajillion ways that you can connect with your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Connecting with your girlfriend or your wife or whoever it is in the only, in like this pornographic what you learn. Okay, it'd be like this. So I have a boy, I had a boyfriend when I was younger mm-hmm. who um, braided my hair. Seth, will you braid my hair mm-hmm. just like, uh, you know, Jason did? Mm-hmm. I never dated anyone named Jason. I had mm-hmm. to think of a name if someone didn't. Right. Date. So what you're saying is uh, you, you like the feeling of like somebody braiding your hair, right? right? Which is fine. So if right. you ask me that, you're not going to be like, hey, can you do this? Because it reminds me of all those good times that I used to have, right? right? Hey, no, can I do this? Because when I do this with somebody I love, mm-hmm. i.e. you and I, mm-hmm. I feel connected. I feel safe. I feel, I feel special. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So just like, uh, well, yeah, so this one is for the wrong reasons. Because like, hey, the way that these other people who aren't you make me feel over here, can we do stuff right. like that? Yeah. So I can like kind of put myself back in that. Mm-hmm. So actually liking a cute selfie or stuff like that there's there's nothing wrong with right. that actually having you know desires and stuff like that there's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. that but if that's putting you in the other place like oh I saw it here so yeah let's do that and she's awesome and he's mm-hmm. awesome and all this mm-hmm. stuff why can't you be like that then then you get into comparison trap and all that stuff right. does that make sense yeah and I think too there's something what is that verse that I think it's a bible verse that says making your stomach your god Mm-hmm. And you know what is mm-hmm. do you know what the verse is though? No. So it's this idea that uh, oftentimes again it goes back to what's your compulsion? If you allow your compulsions to become your like your god, your guiding star, your mm-hmm. I have to have this or I will die mm-hmm. or even in a more subtle way like oh I need oh I just I'm stressed I need this. Mm-hmm. I just need this mm-hmm. wine or uh, like I just need my That's, Snickers bar. That goes into saying whenever you feel like you have to justify something right. then you're getting in some weird territory. You know, yeah. you could I I would rather and this is something I had such a struggle with and still do honestly mm-hmm. is I try to justify something, right? Trust but if me, I could I know. and but I if I could take the power away and say, hey, you know what? I'm feeling kind of stressed and I really want to go to Bakery Nouveau tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We have the money. Can I go? Because I really just want to go. Right. Right. The hard part is that when you do that every day. Well, yeah, then that's right. out of balance. Mm-hmm. But that's better than it's like, well, I was over here and I was in Buren, so I just went by there. Right. And you're like, come on, dude. I know. And we've doing? had that like actual conversation and fight. Exactly. <laughs> so how do you deal with spou- how do you deal with spouse's porn addiction when you accepted it for a long time as normal, but now realize it is not healthy, but he still thinks it's normal and okay? Every guy does it kind of thinking. How do you make them realize it's not okay without them re- regressing and actually having an adult conversation? I- so, okay, there are things that... Uh, so I'm not going to shame anybody or anything like that saying, oh, because there's all kinds of things that once there was one time in our lives when we thought something was okay. Right. Right. You and I in our marriage, 
spending money, having tons of credit cards or whatever. Smoking oh. cigarettes. Oh, right, this, whatever is, it this was. is whatever. Okay. But then there's a point and you go, oh, wait a minute. This isn't healthy. Right. I've seen it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. I've seen it. Hallelujah. Right. Kind of thing. Right. Uh, the, the hard part is, is, is exactly what you're saying. One partner sees it mm-hmm. and the other one is like, listen, no, it's fine. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's not one conversation. Oh, right. It's a series of conversations. conversations it's a series yeah. of sit downs with the clearing structure. It's a series of sit, it's a series of write your partner letters mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. Right. You know, and you're not going to go, well, yeah, this research and Seth and Melanie said this and see, you shouldn't do this. It's right. I, I would, because I don't think you'll get far with that. It is uh, rather a conversation of this is how this makes me feel. Uh-huh. This is how I have seen it uh, be damaging to our relationship. Right. And I want more than that. But for the partner who's doing this, that has most likely become well ultra normalized and then a coping mechanism For and sure. and just a checkout right. kind of thing it's kind of like yeah when we were younger we used to party and go to bars all the time you right. know, when we were married we didn't have kids oh wait a minute some then then one day somebody was like hey look at our bank account look right. how much money we're drinking and eating away mm-hmm. uh this isn't cool but the other partner's like listen well i work hard and i still like to do it so What's the big deal, right. you know? And so it's a series of conversations because change like this, something that has become so pathologized and normalized, ch- uh, change around that doesn't happen in an instant. It mm-hmm. can and sometimes does, but I think the longer lasting change, I don't think I believe that the longer lasting change is a series of right. conversations, is months and months and months of talking about this and being like, hey, this isn't good. Look, l- Do you feel 100% connected to me as you could be? Right. The answer would be no. Right. Okay, let's change that. Yeah, and I think we've had these conversations a bunch of times over different things throughout the course of our mm-hmm. marriage. Even something like when we would have parties and have friends over. And when I say parties, I don't mean like crazy, whatever. We would just have cookouts and our friends would come over and we had little kids. And you and Matt would always be like, there's no rules. Oh, this is so mm-hmm. funny. Kids, mm-hmm. do whatever you want. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, that's not helpful to say. You are literally training our children to make bad choices right. at parties. Then they get yelled at mm-hmm. because of their bad choices, mm-hmm. which you said were allowed. Right. And so there was a point when we had to say, literally, you cannot, like you, Seth, that mm-hmm. worked when our kids were babies. Right. When they're tweens, it doesn't work. Right. And that's okay to say. It's okay to have those conversations, but you have to know why you want to have them, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I also think you have to... Excuse me? Sorry, I just looked at the time. We have another call. Uh, that was rude. Maybe say it next time. <laughs> um, but you have to also not just re- uh, erase. You have you can't just erase. You have to replace. replace so if yeah. you are taking away something that you at one point said was okay and normal, I would highly suggest using the clearing structure, potentially meeting with a counselor. You can go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. You could do it online mm-hmm. through video calls. But you have to figure out how you're going to frame this and what you're going to replace it with. Because this is a... This is something that's been in your marriage, mm-hmm. right? So how do you replace it with something that's helpful, beneficial, and have all of those conversations right. in a life-giving and healthy way? But I, I want to, mm-hmm. as we wrap up, just talk about this idea that, um, again, I have very strict boundaries around this stuff. Like someone, Bill was saying like, well, I mean, cheating is this. It's different for every couple. Like mm-hmm. it is, I don't have that mindset. I say, I want the absolute best life that I can have. If he's looking at some other woman at, online or whatever, that actually is going to impact me. I won't put up with that, mm-hmm. right? I won't. If he wants to be married to someone else and put up with that, 
go ahead. But mm -hmm. that's not something I'm interested in, mm -hmm. right? So I, I highly encourage you to figure out, like, look, 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, 30 years down the road, etc., mm -hmm. and figure out what these kind of behaviors are going to look like over time. Where are they actually going to lead? Right. If someone's like arguing that they should be looking online at porn sites and saying, well, it's my choice, it's my mm -hmm. freedom... How was that going to look like in 40 years? Then it might end up that he is going to uh, land in Charlotte and you want to go to Florida. Right. And that might thing, be the, you know, that might be what happens. Right. What's up, Jenny? Good morning. Okay, guys, we got to run. Uh, we fit to talk to somebody cool. So, uh, anything else? No, go to anatomyofmarriage.com and get the app, the Anatomy mm -hmm. of Marriage app, and do the conversation starters. We ran out of time to do them. I forgot we had a call. All right. <laughs> we love you guys. Make one up. <laughs> A conversation starter? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, make one up right now. What are you talking about? I have one I, that I already okay. got figured out. Hey, kids. Okay. Oh, here, uh, Here is the good one. We are in the Anatomy of Marriage app with conversation starters in the category just for fun. Uh -huh. What's your theme song and why? My theme song? Yeah, what's your theme song? Uh Oh. Uh, Thor, Odin's son. Oh. Protector of, of mankind. mankind. That is really your theme song, that is I would song. say. Okay, what's yours? My theme song currently, they changed. Oh, I know. Uh, what? Which Lizzo? One? Which one? Uh, I would blame say, it on the juice. Mm -mm. Juice. Cardi B. Which one? I like it like that. Oh. That is like my absolute jam right now. Right. It is so good. good. I put rocks all in my watch. So we Cardi should, uh, B. We should out outro the show. I like it like that. We'll get sued. Anyway, right. okay. We love you guys. What's your theme song? Talk about it. Okay. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.